do anything wrong in this situation. He took a pinch in the back. He got beamed for crying out loud. We used heart attack. Managers on a major league baseball team don't make decisions. Credibility in this situation is worse than losing your job. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? The castration of the major league baseball managers, we know it. Ask me about my winner. What's going on, everybody? Not going to do another show till after I get back from Florida. Going to do some spring training uh, games while I'm down there. Um, wanted to draw your attention to the one-minute clips that I've been doing, greatest of all time. I think there is something to that, and we're just trying to keep the discussion going on. Obviously, it's important to get your opinion. I'm going to do one-minute team previews for all 30 MLB teams this year, and obviously, if you've followed the show before, you know that I do my team previews every year in baseball before the season starts. A little bit delayed this year because... I really feel like the couple free agents, the couple major free agents that are out there can really move the needle a little bit. I think it could be the determining factor between teams that I don't think are making the playoffs now to all of a sudden them being a playoff team. One example, the San Francisco Giants, the signing of Matt Chapman, not by itself, puts them in a mix for a wild card spot. But you add that to Jorge Soler, Jung-Ho Lee, Jordan Hicks, the trade for Robbie Ray, and now the possibility that they might sign Blake Snell, and all of a sudden that has the makings of a pretty damn good squad. So I'm holding off on it, but I will give you one-minute clips. And the great thing about watching a one-minute clip is it's just one minute. <laughs> so hopefully um, I'll get that out there, and I also want your opinion in regards to what you think of the MLB season that's coming up in 2024. Uh, my rant for today, I want to talk about the Heisman Trophy, which is watered down, in my opinion, because of the decision made by the NCAA and the Heisman uh, you know, committee to vacate the Heisman Trophy from Reggie Bush. And if you heard out there, Johnny Manziel, former Heisman Trophy winner himself, made a statement, hey, I'm not going to involve myself with the Heisman Trophy trophy or the Heisman Trophy ceremony until they reinstate what needs to be reinstated. And that's Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush won the Heisman Trophy in 2005, ends up having it vacated when it was determined, if you don't know, that... He received some money or some sort of favors from his school, um, which at the time was illegal. And he ended up forfeiting the Heisman Trophy. Now it is legal. The NILs are running rampant. Players are being bought left and right. All sorts of types of money is going around. The players are getting paid. So in hindsight, did Reggie Bush even do something wrong? I think this should be more of a call of action of all the past Heisman Trophy winners and not just Johnny Manziel. And I give him credit, and Johnny Manziel has not had a lot of things go right since he was drafted after he won the Heisman Trophy himself, but um, is 100% spot on here. And he should be joined by the likes of Jaden Daniels, Khalib Williams, Bryce Young, Devonta Smith, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Robert Griffin, Cam Newton, Mark Ingram, Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow, Troy Smith, Matt Leiner, Ricky Williams, Carson Palmer, Charles Woodson, Eddie George, Barry Sanders, O.J. Simpson. 
Where are all the past Heisman Trophy winners speaking up about what has been done that's wrong? Because this isn't a situation, once again, 2005, you go with the investigation and everything that happened here, it was determined that at the time there was something wrong. But now as you look back at it so many years later, they're paying the players now. And the only thing that Reggie Bush did wrong is he was born the year that he was born and played college football the year that he played college football when players were not getting paid. Now they're getting paid. He should be reinstated the Heisman Trophy that he deserves. We sit here on the second day of March 2024 as we're going to jump into DeLorean, crack it up to 88 miles an hour, and go into the Saving Sports History segment of the show. And what I like about it, there is a little bit of a common theme today, and we're going to keep kind of going back to the same couple things, and I, and I do find it fascinating. So follow along with me as we remember everything that happened in the history of sports on the second day of March. We go to the year of 1874, the Baseball Association of Pro Baseball Players. They come to a, a, I guess they have a meeting, they figure some stuff out, they decide that there's going to be a batter's box. And if you bet on your team to win or lose, you're going to be expelled for life. Now, if you bet on the opponent, you're going to forfeit your pay. Very interesting things going on in the year of 1874. 1918, Montreal Canadiens star Joe Malone scores his 44th, or actually finishes the season. He doesn't score, but he has 44 goals for the season. It's a record for goals in a season that lasted until 1945. 1962. Today was Will Chamberlain Day. Will Chamberlain banged out 100 points in a game, something that may not be approached again, let alone happen. I mean, you've seen it, you know, a couple guys have gotten close, you've seen 80, but, you know, it's going to be very hard to score 100 points in a game, even with the lack of defense that's in the NBA now, but major accomplishment. Some stats for that game, Wilt was 36 of 63 from the field, 28 of 32 from the line. His team scored 169 points, which seems like a lot in a game, but, wow, you know, Wilt scored 100 of them. In a 169-147 victory over the New York Knicks. 1966, Bobby Hull becomes the first player in NHL history not just to get 50 goals, but to score 50 goals twice in a season. If you remember what I said before about Joe Malone, 1966 sets 30, what, 40, I'm sorry, 48 years later. All of a sudden, you have uh, multi-50-goal scorers. 1969, Phil Esposito becomes the first player to record 100 points in a season. 1986, Yari Curry, 100 points yeah, for the fourth straight season. So 17 years go by. Phil Esposito is the first to score 100 points. Yari Curry, obviously, is not the second. Playing on a you know line with Wayne Gretzky and you know the likes of guys like Glenn Anderson. Obviously... Um, you know, Mark Messier, you know, one of the greatest teams, in my opinion, the greatest team in the history of professional hockey. Yari Curry, 100 points, fourth straight season. 1991, Brett Hull, the son of Bobby Hull, second straight season with 70 goals. So I, I love the tie-in. Bobby, Bobby Hull, first to get the 50 goals. Same day, 1991, Brett Hull, his son, second straight 70-goal season. 
2012, New Orleans Saints are penalized for the reported bounty scandal. I guess there was enough evidence to suspend coach Sean Payton. And what I don't like about this is I believe there was bounties being collected from teams to injure quarterbacks, going way back to Buddy Ryan's time in the 1960s. And I don't think Buddy Ryan was the only one, but you know his, his line or, or his philosophy of putting pressure and trying to make the quarterback's day tough because everybody does what they can to protect the quarterback. The defense should do everything they can to uh, make the quarterback's day tough, which is going to include maybe trying to hurt them. And you know what? Football is a physical game. I go back to the year of 2012, and I don't really agree about the suspension of Sean Payton. I don't think there's anything to prove by saying, you know, don't put out bounties to give people bonuses to injure players. Sure, I think there's a line there that has to be crossed. But you tell me that the players aren't trying their best to make the quarterback's life uncomfortable, sometimes coinciding with a possible injury. Birthdays on this day, March 2nd, 1896. Legendary women's college basketball coach Claire B. was born on this day in 1896. Power hitter for the New York Giants. One of just three players, or actually the second player in the history of Major League Baseball. I'm sorry, the third player in the history of Major League Baseball to get 500 home runs. It was... None other than the likes of Mel Ott, who was born on this day in 1909. Babe Ruth, Mel Ott, Jimmy Fox, first three to get to 500 home runs. Denny Crum, Louisville, Louisville head coach, college basketball Hall of Famer, born on this day in 1937. Ben Roethlisberger, future uh, Hall of Fame quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, two-time Super Bowl champion, born on this day in 1982. The same day as future Hockey Hall of Famer, Hendrick Lundquist, the greatest goaltender netminder in the history of the New York Rangers hockey franchise. 1985, the before mentioned Reggie Bush was born on this day. So on his birthday, you know, this is a, a shout out to the Heisman Trophy winners of the past. Stand in solarity to support one of your own. Reggie Bush won the award fair and square. Players are getting paid now. Odds are some of you that won the Heisman Trophy in the past probably received some money yourself that the NCAA doesn't know about. Give Reggie, Tro Reggie Bush his Heisman Trophy back. 1940, we lost a former Major League Baseball pitcher by the name of Matt Kilroy. MLB record 513 strikeouts in a season in the 1800s. 2004, former Cincinnati Reds owner and obviously World Series champion Marge Schott passed away. This is the Fat Passball Show, the Passball Show, brought to you by JohnPielli.com, St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck, located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Just a reminder, if you're interested in hearing me flap my yacht mouth, you could hear me on Spotify Amazon Music, Apple Music, obviously videos on YouTube, podcasts on YouTube as well. Keep an eye out for the top 10 all-time videos. I got over 50 of them out there. There's going to be, like I said, 30 more for each of my individual MLB team previews. We'll be back with you soon. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.
Pepper Fried was on the Chicago Cubs roster opening day. I have many leather-bound books. My apartment smells of rich mahogany. Why don't you give it all for a majority of it to the team that wins the freaking World Series? I was going to listen to that, but then I just carried on living my life. I may come out as the biggest Major League Baseball manager apologist. It'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Because hitters are going out there saying, I'm either going to hit a home run or I'm going to strike out. And if I don't get a pitch that I feel like I could drive out of the park. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Especially in prospect whores and hoarders are going to be a little pissed off at me when I say this. There are only two managers in baseball's Hall of Fame who have losing records. One of them is the iconic Connie Mack, who you could say, in spite of winning five World Series championships as a manager, could be in as much as a pioneer. And what side of the spectrum they're on? Were they pitching? Were they batting? If your favorite team was pitching and a ball got inside to hit a batter, there's no way it could have been on purpose. But if you were a fan of the team that was batting and a ball got inside and hit somebody or went behind somebody's head, absolutely 100%, unequivocally, that pitcher was throwing at decided they're going to do exactly what they're told. You damn well right better give him a contract extension. You damn well right better make him the manager over the next series of years. 35 years ago, I could have loaned your parents the money for an abortion.